Welcome to the Social Minute, a podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. And today we're going to be covering minute number 97, which goes from an hour 36 to an hour 36, 59 on the clock. And we start with uh, Christy deciding, well, being told that the present that has been bought for her, which is being used as a distraction by Eduardo, is a silk scarf. And uh, Christy is a little bit angry because obviously she's never worn a scarf. So Eduardo says that this will be your first. Um, and he, he opens the uh, his his uh, his phone and he answers it. And Mark at the other end is very angry. Um, uh, Eduardo says that you know he had to get Mark's attention and that's why he's froze the count. Uh, Mark uh, increasingly gets angrier and angrier and angrier um, throughout the phone call. Um, and behind Eduardo, uh, there's some action going on. Um, and, uh, and, you know, uh, over the course of the minute, as Mark is arguing with Eduardo, uh, Christy is in the back setting fire to the scarf, um, you know, and, he, he, you know, he, he talks about how, you know, um, previously they were a joke, and he's like, do you want to go back to that? And, um, you know, he, he's kind of telling him it was an act of a child, not a businessman. Um, and then we finish with Mark saying, maybe you were frustrated. Um, and it, while he's doing all that, Eduardo's doing a bit of business as he's running to go and grab a fire extinguisher and then come back with a fire extinguisher, all while on the phone. Uh, there's a lot of kind of physical business from uh, from uh, Andrew Garfield in this minute. And joining me to talk about today is Aaron Coker. Hello, Aaron. Hey, glad to be here. Yeah, so this is the minute that kind of we have... Mark talking in the foreground, essentially, with Eduardo, and in the background, we have Christy opening the present, not being happy with the present, putting the present into a bin, setting fire to the present, yes. and then, and then, and then, um, you know, Eduardo going and grabbing the fire extinguisher to put out the fire. Yes. Um, and on the Mark side, in the background, you have, um, you know, Sean, Dustin, some of the interns, a few girls. In, in the house, like, having a party, you know, champagne bottles being opened, um, music being played. Like, like so behind them, there is ve- effectively, like, a lot of business going on. And in at the front of this, we have Mark and Eduardo uh, arguing over how, you know, websites can't go down. And, you know, um, people are fickle. Friendster has proven that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, kind of uh, talking about the user base and college kids. And there's a, there's a whole lot of stuff being kind of discussed here. Um and I think it's funny that in in the background of both we have a bit of business, but uh, more more than that, I think uh, this is one of the, the kind of the scenes where we get the you know we kind of David Fincher's eye is kind of um, you know on this scene because when we start out we have um, like Mark and Eduardo are basically answering the phone but they they're pointing away from each other, which is normally when you do phone calls in films. You have people who are on opposite ends of a call facing towards each other. So sure. when they cut between the two sides, it's as if they're talking to each yeah. other. Um, but obviously, David Fincher, you know, being a master of the genre, he's like, no, no, no. Mark is going to be pointing towards the house, which is away from where Eduardo is pointing, who is, you know, pointing towards his bathroom, which is eventually where he'll go and find the fire extinguisher. Right. Um, so it's it's kind of interesting that we start with them both pointing away from each other. And then as Mark gets more angry, he turns effectively to face Eduardo uh, although obviously you know he's not really doing that he's just turning around outside by the pool but on screen it looks like once he gets to us i think he's kind of roughly halfway through the minute he turns and actually he's then facing eduardo uh, but eduardo is then you know turns away from mark and goes to get the fire yes. extinguisher so uh, throughout this call there's a lot of clever staging as 
like as it goes on where they're alternately face, facing away from each other or facing towards each other as the call goes yeah. on. Um, so it's just visually, even if you weren't listening to what was on, going on with the phone call, you could kind of tell that they're in an argument because of the way that it's staged. Um, you know, which is just something kind of extra that, you know, David Fincher brings to this, you know. And then, of course, you know, the substance of it is, I would say, kind of, you know, uh, probably like the whiniest that Mark Zuckerberg gets in the entire film. <laughs> um, you know, as he as he just kind of whines and whines and whines to Eduardo for this, you know, this. I mean, it is like at one point he says it's the act of a child, not like not an yes. adult. Of course, while he's saying that. Um, Eduardo's kind of put his phone down and walked away from the phone so he can go and grab a fire extinguisher. So he doesn't really hear that part of the phone yeah. call. Uh, but obviously, as the audience, we do. Um, you know, and I think that's correct. Like, I understand why Eduardo did it. Like, I understand why he froze the account because, you know, um, Sean Parker was basically, uh, you know, kind of worming his way in and kind of taking over from, from things. Yeah. And I think Eduardo did kind of need to get their attention. And this was something that he did do. The account at the time actually only had $10,000 in, but he did freeze the account for a couple of days. Uh, and it was just around the time that some angel investors, I don't think it was when Peter Thiel invested, but some other people put some money in. Um, and so, you know, the servers didn't go down anyway. But, you know, so it, ultimately it was a kind of a futile act. Um, it, it, it really it is the first of, time that you know, Eduardo says no to Mark in any way. Every time that we see Mark doing something and Eduardo checks in and Mark says, we need more money, we need more servers or whatever, Eduardo's like, yeah, yeah, all right, whatever. But this is like the first sort of foot that goes down from Eduardo's side. Yeah, and also, you know, he made he made a point when he went out to California and he saw Sean was, you know, you're living rent-free. Yeah. You know, you're living, you're living, in, you're living in a house that I'm paying yeah. for and you're not doing anything for that, you know, like you know, bringing girls and having them get high and, you know, telling people to go back to work when you're not really their boss, that's not bringing anything to the table. Like, you're you're literally living here rent-free and you're getting to benefit from, you know, his, like, his labours. Like, so I can understand why Eduardo was like, well, this, you know, Mark's got to pay attention to me. Like, he, he, he didn't even realise that he'd quit his internship. Like, he didn't... So it, the only way he can get his attention is by closing, you know, by freezing that account... Yeah. To make it clear, you know, this this is this is kind of you know this is the this is like he's the one in charge, you know. Up until this point, it's always been his money, and even when he said, you know, we're going out to California, I need more money, you know, we need some extra servers, can we get more, you know, uh, we need to pay for the more extra servers, can we get some more money? Like every single time, Mark said, "Can I have some more money?" Edward has been like, "Yeah, sure," you know, like he's been one hundred percent on board, and it's literally just the first time where he's kind of even slightly just said no. And Mark then goes on like a forty-second rant about <laughs> yeah. it. He is he's and, very and angry, it's... and it it seems like at least for Mark, and maybe this is a larger thing in Sorkin's work, but anger doesn't mean like shouting necessarily. It just means more. He's he's just talking very quickly. He's packing many ideas and concepts and sort of underhanded insults into like the stream of consciousness. And like, that's how we know, you know, he's doing that thing where you're holding the phone away from your mouth. You're not even listening. You're just talking into the receiver. That's how we know that. Uh, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg is ire is up here. Yeah. Well, he says, you know, do you realize you could have jeopardized the entire company? You, you could. Yeah. You realize I'm not going back to Caribbean. Night. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to Caribbean at the AU Pie. You know, without the money, the site can't function. Let me tell you what the difference between Facebook and everybody else. We don't crash. Now, the thing is, that was kind of true mm. um, for most of the run of Facebook. But in the last year, there's been a couple of times where Facebook's actually been down. And the only reason people know is because 
um, people have gone on Twitter and said, right, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I thought that that was interesting. I, I hadn't thought about that when I saw the movie the first time, but now, you know, 10 years later, um, their reputation really is everything. And if they do go down, they have, they are providing the uh, public uh, posting board to have people crap on them, basically. Like when it goes back up, they will, uh, dissatisfaction with the service can spread through the service they're providing. And of course, you know, when Twitter first started, it was kind of infamous for constantly going yeah, down. Yeah. Like, the fail all whale. the time. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, everyone remembers seeing the fail well, like, dozens of times a week. Um, so, I, you know, which I don't know that that hurt Twitter in any real way. Like, you know, people liked Twitter enough to kind of stick with it, <laughs> even when it even when it couldn't load. Yeah. Um Whereas, like, you know, Facebook did kind of have this reputation for never crashing. And yet in the last year, it has crashed. But, you know, it, it, that one, you know, the fact that it's so established now, it, it kind of doesn't hurt it as much as it would have hurt it in the first kind of year of its growth. Oh, certainly. Yeah. You know, so I think Mark is kind of kind of correct, you know, when he says, you know, even a few people leaving would reverberate through the entire user base. The users are interconnected. That's the whole point. Kid, college kids are online because their friends are online. And if one domino goes, all the dominoes go. Do you get that? I'm not going back to the Caribbean night in a heat pie. Um, <laughs> yes. And I kind of I kind of like the whole, you know, did you like being a nobody? Do you like being a joke? Do you want to go back to that? <laughs> yes. Like, and the funny, the he's funny... doing some collegiate level projection here. He's putting all of his his own personal fears onto Eduardo here. And it's like you know, it, it certainly wasn't the act of a friend. You know you, how you how you you know how embarrassed I was. You know for me to try and cash a check today. I'm not going back to that life. And that's where the minute ends with him going. Maybe you were frustrated. <laughs> now Eduardo yeah. has been putting out a fire while Mark has been saying all that, so he's kind of just <laughs> put him on speakerphone and he's just kind of listening to him go on and on and on. So I think in the script it says Eduardo runs out into the hallway and grabs a fire extinguisher, but I think in the film he actually goes into the bathroom and grabs a fire extinguisher. So it's not quite mm. as much of a uh, you know a distance. And obviously Christy set fire and she's actually left the room. Yeah, um, we don't know where she is. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of gone off screen. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I like I I think it's kind of. You know, uh, it's it's kind of interesting that, you know, I mean, saying that David Fincher, you know, the way that he frames the scene, but then also the fact that you have these two parallel things happening, like in the background, you have this fire. And then in the front, you have Mark, who basically is again, you know, he, like he's on fire himself. Like there's, there's like a metaphorical kind of blaze that Eduardo is going to have to try and put out yeah. and a literal blaze that he's going to have to do at the same time. And I just kind of like how it, it kind of. It takes what is essentially just a phone call with Mark getting all ranty and it turns it into something kind of a little bit more comical and interesting. You know, like the fact that there's this, yeah. you know, this kind of this this business going on in the background. And of course, I don't, I don't know why they made the choice to keep Andrew. I mean, I guess Andrew Goffer was in bed, so he's, you know, he's just in his boxes. But he's, you know, spending a lot of time kind of just wandering around <laughs> trying to put yeah, fires, well. fires in his pants. Yeah, yeah and in, 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 in like in boxes in a shirt. Like, you know, I guess they're uh, they're, you know, they're trying to appeal to, you know, a certain fan base. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, I just I just kind of like it because. You know, this is a film where basically there's you, like there's very little in the way of any kind of like nudity or anything like that. Obviously, this is not really a story where you'd expect that. But then just for this one scene for like five minutes, Eduardo's wandering around just in his his, his underpants. And it's like, OK, I, like I, I guess that's a move. Um, 
But yeah, so I I don't know. I I just like the kind of physical stuff as well from Andrew Garfield. Like he's really good at kind of you know kind of keep trying to keep the conversation going and then rush yeah. it like kind of talking to Christy but also talking to Mark and kind of rushing about and like even like I don't know it's just it's just a nice bit of kind of physical stuff that he kind of does here it reminds um, me a little bit of Edward Norton being in just his boxers and his uh his house coat when he's being chased down near the end of Fight Club and he's pointing guns at people and he's he's freaking out he's running through the streets and he's in his underwear um and of course you know Within like um, what, like a year or so, uh, you know, Andrew Garfield would be, you know, as ripped as Brad Pitt was in Fight <laughs> <Yeah>. Club, <laughs> right? You know, shredded like lettuce, they say. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, I just I don't know. I it, I like the kind of comedy of the background stuff. It's just so it's kind of it's just you know it's just so well done. Um. And you know, even though obviously you know t- turning kind of Christy into this weird kind of psycho for the final scene, um. It's you know it's not the best use of the actress, but I still kind of like what Brenda Song does, like the kind of calm way that she, you know, just takes it out of the box, looks at it, puts it in the bin, gets the cardboard box, puts that in the bin, <laughs> gets a lighter, just lights something on, lights the scarf on fire, throws it down, lets it kind of, like just she does it all in the background, just kind of very calmly, step by step, without kind of like going kind of crazy or anything like that, or. <laughs> you know raising a voice or get like she just kind of calmly is like i don't like this scarf i, I you know yeah. i'm just gonna make a point and set fire to it and that's sc- that's scarier than if she was histrionic just just the cool collectedness of how she just starts a fire in this apartment yeah that's that's scary and i also like that obviously the landlord of this building is keeping things up to code so that there is actually a fire oh, extinguisher yeah, you have to have one, yeah. so you know i mean you know that's a, uh, obviously you know this film is about nothing more than uh you know landlords keeping buildings up to code from what i can tell yeah certainly um you know so obviously that's just one more minute where we get yet another indication that you know a building is up to code um yeah so i i don't know i just i love the kind of the comedy of it like you know it doesn't it doesn't do the character any favors but it's just funny how she calmly executes this fire and then just goes <laughs> eduardo's like on the phone kind of trying to calm mark down while at the same time he's just you know come off this big argument with uh, Christy and it's I don't know it's just it's it's a nice bit of business between the the kind of the three characters yeah and then of course you know we'll get more of this this kind of speech tomorrow um, you know actually by the time by the time we've got to this point of the you know maybe you were frustrated Mark is actually kind of calming down and you know by the time we go through tomorrow you know Mark will actually be a lot more calmer. Um, because he's got good news. So, right, like, this right. is this is kind of the angriest minute in the film where he's <laughs> yes. just going on and on. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's like it, the thing is as well. It's like almost two and a half pages just for this this one rant. Um, wow. You know, so it, it, it you know, which is obviously you know that's just because of the, the kind of the amount of words that are on the page in yeah. terms of you know this speech. But I also love the way Jesse Eisenberg delivers it. Like his anger feels real. Um, and then the fact that he just says a lot of words also feels like, you know, the character up until this point has been established as somebody who, when he gets mad, will just either, you know, write a very long blog about it or also kind of express that by kind of yelling about it and using a lot of words as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it, it fits with the character that we've seen up until this point of, uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg. But I also kind of like the contrast that, you know, we're by the pool and, you know, a few minutes before it was all fun and games with the zip line and, you know, <laughs> yes. Sharon coming round and like, 
So this pool was a kind of fun and games a few minutes ago, but now it's like this place where Mark is having this angry, you know, kind of, um, you know, rant about things. So it's like the pool is no longer a place, you know, of kind of, you know, calm and fun. Right, uh, right. You know, it's, it's, it's just, you know, but it's, I mean, you know, David Fincher makes good use of this setting. Um, you know, I think after tomorrow's minute, it's kind of the last we'll see of this Palo Alto house and they'll, they'll kind of, you know, the business gets moved on because of the, the investments and stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, it's it's kind of the last little hurrah of you know them celebrating in the background and spraying the place in um, champagne is kind of, you know, the last kind of thing that they're going to do at this house before you know in a few minutes time they'll be moving on to you know, uh, the Facebook the Facebook headquarters basically. I I don't think they're still at those headquarters now. I think they actually um, they had like a, a custom built headquarters made for them a few years later and they moved oh, sure. into that. Okay. So that was like the, the you know in a few minutes in a few minutes time we'll see the first headbook you know the first um, Facebook headquarters, um, you know recreated of course on a soundstage. Yes. It's not, you know, it would have been really cool if uh, if David Fincher had managed to film in the old headquarters, <laughs> uh, but you know unfortunately he didn't get a chance to do that. Is there anything else that needs to be said about this minute? I don't think so. I just wanted to point out that, you know, Chrissy setting the fire in the garbage can is why I picked uh, this minute or this series of minutes. And I always think about like the weirdness of the business of making trailers, trying to sell a movie in uh, three minutes or less. And the fact that, like I said, you know, yesterday, just wondering what a Facebook movie is going to be about and watching the trailer and hearing the corral version of creep, and all these flashing images and then a girl setting a fire in a trash can. And I was like, <laughs> okay, um, I need to know what this is about. Um, yeah, and having it land in this scene, which, as you pointed out, is like one of the tensest moments, probably the most emotional moments in the film, uh, was kind of neat. I do think that, you know, like you pointed out before, it's it's too bad that there aren't uh, more women uh, in sort of deeper roles in the film. You know, it is about a bunch of boys suing each other. But uh, I kind of wish that they could have presented more because clearly, like you pointed out, you know, Mark's girlfriend was the person who was at that dinner. So women were absolutely involved in the development of Facebook. But having this just one character, you know, go down on uh, Eduardo in a bathroom, then be his girlfriend who likes apple teenies, then set something on fire is like, I know that she's more of a, a trope, you know, she's more representing uh, the sort of problems that he'll have than an actual person. But could have been maybe a little better, but it, it's the, the way the scene is staged is is just pure Fincher. It's great. Uh, well, then let's go to the question of the day, which is uh, when did you join Facebook? Oh boy! Well, according to my Facebook page, I joined Facebook on June uh, June two thousand seven. Okay. So I've been there for a while. I think it was two thousand six. I think that uh, they opened to anybody with an email address. Yeah. So it, I you I think you got on there about six or seven months after it was opened up to the public. Yeah, and at that time I was I was a uh, MySpace user. I was a Friendster user as well. And so at this time, you know, social media networks are exploding. And I thought, Facebook, okay, that sounds like a, a thing I should try out. And, you know, for the next couple of years, they all sort of still struggled with each other. It's not like I favored one over the other. But I think by the time this film came out, we were all pretty much locked in as uh, Facebook being the the social network of choice for the distinguished internet user. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, then, let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug today, Aaron? Absolutely. Uh, if you're a Star Trek or a sci-fi fan, I think you should take a listen to Enterprising Individuals. It's my Star Trek discussion podcast on the Just Enough Trope Network. Every week, I and a guest discuss 
their favorite episode of a Star Trek series, uh, the details behind its making, and also the themes that that episode explores. And we also cover new developments in Trek, like Star Trek Discovery and the upcoming Picard series. So you can check us out at at E-I-S-T-P-O-D on Twitter or wherever you get podcasts. And you can find us on MySpace at MySpace. Uh, dot com slash the social minute or on twitter at social underscore minute or on facebook at the social minute podcast thanks as well for being my guest here today Aaron. make sure your fire extinguishers are charged people and i'll see you tomorrow